Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down, and I'm here with Chris and Dion, and guess who the fuck I got? The daddy from the Miss Pat Show. Hey, y'all. The man who I get to cheat with without cheating. <laughs> 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 the man I had this plan. Look, it ain't that I don't like you. It's just that I don't know how to kiss another man. <laughs> that makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> it's not you, it's her. <laughs> Y'all stay tuned after the music. Thank you. You better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real fact. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor. These are not the same lines. It's the politics. She been on the real grind. It could be pretty but ugly at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now. What you talk about? Is it real though? And cut the game, you get no play like Nintendo. You wait the time, turn it up, nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny. Full blast, this is taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone or your desktop computer. Sherry. So, so we're doing something special for you guys. We each, each week, uh, each episode, we're trying to get one of the cast members. So last week we had John Rattler, was the guy who discovered me. This week we got the father, J. Bernard Calloway, who plays Terry, who plays my husband, who chased me around the set. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, nice you, to brother. meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, man. Nice to meet both of y'all. I already know the other young brother, young cat, young king right there. <laughs> I just I just want to tell you, man, I love watching you and Miss Pat work on set. I'm not going to spoil anything, but when y'all watch this show, if y'all haven't seen the pilot, y'all going to love the pilot, but it gets better each and every episode. Like the chemistry grows, the, the comedy gets even better. I cannot wait for this show to come out. Oh, right on, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Good, King. good. It's, it's exactly what America need. A black daddy who work and who care. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that something? <laughs> Chris, you don't know what we talking about. You, you Adam family. So. <laughs> I, I was, was just trying. No, no, no. I was just sitting here trying not to make a Bill Cosby joke out of respect for everybody. So I was just keeping my, <laughs> keeping my mouth yeah, shut. Just yeah, keeping my right. mouth no, shut, sorry. being I'm, a good white man, I, you know. I'm sorry, a, a good black man who work and who's not in jail. How about that, Chris? <laughs> How about, do that, do that sums it up, Chris? Yes, it does. <laughs> so when did you, uh, well, do we want to start with like when he got involved we can start in the from the audition. Okay, yeah. Well, why don't you take it away, Miss? Well, Pat? he's done a lot more than he's theater. He come from a theater background, yeah. but we'll talk about that later. We'll, so we'll jump to the Miss Pat show. Um, um, he kind of had the job two years before I ever met him. Wow. When I first met Jordan, Jordan was like, Jordan Coopers is one of the creator. Me and him created this show along with Lee Daniel and Brian Grazer. So Jordan had this thing in his mind. He was like, I know who your husband is. And so I was like, we ain't even wrote a script yet. He said, no, but I seen this guy in this play so many years ago. And I probably was wow. on VHS because Jordan is young. And he was like, I always said, if I got a sitcom, I was going to get this man. 
And I'm looking like, oh, nigga, this nigga dreaming. I said, the man might be dead, Jordan. He's like, no, 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 he's not dead. Because, <laughs> you know, Jordan is 24. I'm almost 50. He just I'm called like, this man super old and dead. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, he's on VHS. The nigga's on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling you. <laughs> Jay, Jay, you don't gotta take that, bro. You do not gotta take that. Listen, he had a VHS play of him. So I was like, Jordan, this nigga might be dead. He's like, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm in theater. I, I follow him all the time and I, I've been keeping an eye on him. If I ever got a seat come, I was going to get him. So um he sent me a picture. I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> now you're ugly too. That's like, what she just. It's just getting better from TV. here. <laughs> I don't know shit about TV, so I'm thinking everything's got to be similar to what I got at home. So he's like, "No, no, no, this dude can really act." So he sent me a play. He sent me a little snippet of a play, and he said, "That's your husband." And I, he just kept bagging that. I was like, "Whatever, Joy." I watched this play. I don't know. I don't know fucking play. I was like, "God damn, this man can act." And you were singing. He was doing all kind of crazy shit in this play. So I said, "Okay, Joy, if he's still alive when we get picked up, we'll go get him." <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know nothing about this. I rose from the dead. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, thank God you're still alive, my brother. Amen. So, we get, we get picked up from for the pilot. We get picked up and we got we to gotta cast the daddy. And um, we go out and we cast the daddy. And um, um, no, we don't cast him. We, we go and we do start doing auditions and stuff. So Joe was like, I found him. I found him. And I was like, well, okay, we'll get him an audition. So his audition come in. And I'm like, uh, this nigga good. Okay. And he looked like a he looked like a black daddy on TV. And you know, because I don't know nothing about acting. I know I couldn't act. So I was like, I just knew who was fucking better than me. So he's like, everybody, every, else. every single person. <laughs> wow. You, I'm getting better every week. Get a bag, get a bag, get a <laughs> so he, he didn't come in for like a person to person audition. It was some really, uh, it was some really famous daddy that came in, you know, who came in for the audition. Um, um, and, and some reason why we got, everybody was stuck on him. I was like, oh, cool. One of the people that, um, I won't name anybody, one of the people that was on a very popular sitcom, which was a nice looking man, but he was just too small. It looked like I beat him up. And so uh, <laughs> but they brought him, them two back for the last audition. And the energy, because you have to, when you audition with somebody, you have to do it on tape. Yeah. I mean, even though you see the audition, and you still have to go in to, we had to go to Fox lot and go in this room. And I was like, man, this nigga like a country ass cousin. And that's what I said to myself. And he wasn't shy. He wasn't fucking shy. And I was like, oh my God, this nigga going to act this shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and then George, he left and Debbie, I was like, bitch, that's your daddy. And you know, it's so much political shit behind the ropes uh. of getting it come. Everybody got to agree. And everybody did not agree on the father pick. And, and you know, me and Jordan is like ride and die. And he's like, no, no, that's not a good fit. And we was like, no, bitch, he's a good fit. The chemistry is there. He looked, I said, this man looked like he could pick me up. The last nigga, I, the last nigga couldn't pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you like, six, nine? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Chris, white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that he said it. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a man. The other one just looked cute. So 
we ended up we ended up we had to fight like a motherfucker. We had to fight like a motherfucker. We never told anybody. We had to fight like a motherfucker. All right, no, 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 goddamn it. Then I had to tell one of the producers, well, who go who gotta kiss this nigga? You or me? You ain't like you gotta kiss this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta wanna be on the set with this man every day. Ain't nobody gonna ever see your ass. Come on in. <laughs> Jay, how did you feel going into your audition? Um, at the here you go, baby. At the time, uh, I, I think I was doing a, I know I was doing a, um, a play at the Huntington Theater called A Purist. Yeah. Um, and uh, at, at the time, um, Billy Porter was directing the piece. And no, 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 before Billy Porter. No, I'm talking about when I came in. To, oh, yeah, yeah, Fox, yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. I had to come in, I oh, yeah, finally, yeah, yeah, finally yeah. met and all that stuff like that. So, you know, I was doing that play and I came in and I was just really excited, man. I just straight up and down, I was just really excited. Um, um, I was glad to be working to to be, you know, an idea of me actually working with Pat because I'd already seen her work before, and I already knew Miss Debbie because her and uh, her and her daughter and I we we worked we worked on Memphis so the before, musical before you got the job. Before I got the job, when what you talking about? When you first auditioned, and then we called you back to L.A. Okay, so when well, my first initial audition was on tape in New York City. Mm, right. Okay. So they they sent that in to Pat knows and whatever happened happened right, but when I had to go in for the for the second the the second audition which was basically my screening basically yeah. my screen test with Miss Pat, um I come into Fox Studios and I'm all excited like you know a kid in the candy shop eyes all big and everything, and I'm looking on the couch over there and I was like oh that's Pat. She over there, I mean, just over there, just chilling, eating, laid back. Just like, oh man, it's gonna be like this, huh? But it wasn't her, it was her daughter. Right? <laughs> you mean copy and paste? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I was like, whoa, boy, okay. And other names we won't mention was in the room. I was like, oh man, that's my dude over there, da da da, right? So, and I think the youngest boy was there, Theo was there also. Theo the son, yeah. So we go up in there. Debbie's in there. Jordan's in there. I think Miss Leah was in there. Um, uh, uh, Lee's uh, sister. Lee's uh, sister was there. Was in there, and uh, and Pat come in. And if you could believe it or not, Pat was acting shy. Mm -hmm. She was real shy, mm -hmm. you know. And and it was us in my mind. I was like, you know what? I said I'm gonna just be myself because I know she country as hell, and I'm country as hell. You know what I'm saying? So I said, I let that country, I let that just come out of me. I just, I said, you know, I'm gonna just let that be who I am right now in this moment with her. Cause I wanted her to make sure that I was there for her and that she could be comfortable with me. So I did stuff. I mean, I was doing foolish stuff. Like I was like booty shaking in front of her and <laughs> like, you know, you know, just trying to loosen up and stuff like that and make her laugh. And I said, if I could make her laugh, I'd be like, I got you, bitch. So <laughs> <laughs> No, no, he was like, you know, I've been married for 30 years, so I never dealt with another man because I've never cheated. So, you know, <laughs> Jordan wanted us to hug. I'm like, I don't know this nigga, Jordan. <laughs> so, but he's like, get close. I'm like, you get close to this motherfucker. <laughs> so I, I, got, I think I remember that I got behind. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he got behind. I'm like, what the know, fuck is he Pat doing? Pat Strong, Pat Strong. <laughs> so Pat like, boom, get behind. <laughs> <laughs> Smack like, you right um, in the chest. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at Miss Debbie. I was like, "We, like, can I?" You know, Miss Debbie, like, go on and get your get on there. She'd be the first one to put tell you to put your big boy drawers on. Get on in there, and, you know. So we did the work. We did the scene. We did real good. You yeah, know, he did good. I, I felt like I felt like. Did you that, think you had it? I didn't think I had it, but I felt real good about it because I'm gonna tell you something. And also, uh, um, John, the um, the producer that right. she interviewed, uh, he's my homeboy. He's from Fort Lauderdale. So, okay, where you, you know, where you're we, from, right? 
Yeah, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, born okay. and raised, man. And, um, you know, we was in there chopping it up like we was in the bar or something, man, or in the barbershop. But when I got through, I mean, dude, I felt bad for who's coming in after me because I'm like hanging on the door, <laughs> like talking to laughing loud and the door, you know, everybody could see it. So I'm, we, I mean, we was just kicking it, man. We was chopping it up. And so when I left, all right, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I at y'all, boy. Oh man. Yeah. We were doing all that. Are, are you so like I naturally, out, like, I felt good. I felt good. Are you naturally a gregarious person or do you have to like force yourself out of a box when you meet a bunch of new people and have to be big like that in, in no, an audition? No, not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a gregarious no. person. My energy is that way. Um, Don't know what gregarious is, but it's definitely <laughs> I was not waiting for it. It's big, 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 big energy. You know, gregarious, you know the Roman saying? emperor. So, <laughs> what, what was so crazy? So now that I know I cast and work, so when you get down to the last two people that work, and uh, uh, I think it was audition after yours, right? Yeah. The other yeah, day was after, right after me. Yeah. And uh, it was okay. It was pretty good. But you know, as as they leave out, you kind of say that's that's the person. And we knew I we knew that day that we was gonna offer him the job. Um, and then we get to the thing is is like I needed to get comfortable because once we offer him the job, and I didn't see him until it was time to take the pilot. So I got used to Tammy. I got used to the kids because they would go to the acting class with me. Well, I didn't get used to him. So he shows up and he's an actor. And, and on the pilot, I have to kiss him. And I'm like, I cannot kiss this man. <laughs> I was like, I cannot. And so I remember going to my house and I cannot kiss somebody. I, he was, my husband was like, look at a bitch. You getting making a lot of money. I want you to kiss that motherfucking man. <laughs> maybe, maybe you like it and you won't kiss me anymore. <laughs> but can, it, can, but can I ask a question about the audition? Like, before we move on to the to the makeout sesh, did, what was it about him that you all talked about that you knew he was going to be the guy? What were the qualities? There was like, he, Jay Bernard is so sexy. No. <laughs> he's so, he's got oh, this big, big old black chocolate milk does so sexy, man. Hey, no, nah, no, nah, I was just playing with you. Um, for us, he just, he felt real. He felt, I mean, Jay Bernard is tall like my real husband, but I'm also a plus size woman. He just felt real. He felt like a TV husband. Mm. You know, I didn't feel like I could overpower him. I could feel like if he said shit the fuck up, I was shit the fuck up. He just That's felt real. <laughs> we, we, we know, Jay. Know that, Come we on, Chris, Dion. Come on now. No. I, I yeah. shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, if the people that are paying want her to shut the fuck up, she'll shut the fuck up. But I if you're not paying. On that, same tangent, on that same tangent, once I felt like I had past respect, that's, then I knew it was all downhill from there. I, yeah. I knew we was gonna vibe because once, once, once I felt like she had my respect, then and 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 vice versa, then it was all downhill after that. The good part about it, it was the pilot because we took it took two weeks to shoot the pilot, and the, I spent a week running from him. <laughs> Literally, but he was so nice. He would come over and say, "Oh, you okay?" And he would touch me. I'm like, "Get your creepy ass away from me." <laughs> <laughs> What? I did, I what? Did, and I kept. I remember when I first when he showed. I kept saying, "Where your fucking wife at? Where your wife at? Where your wife at?" Yeah, <laughs> me, come me Is she coming? I said, "Is she, she coming? Is your wife coming?" <laughs> I was so. She here today, ironically. So. <laughs> but I was just so uncomfortable, and it wasn't. 
I, because I, I'm not an actress. I'm, I'm, I'm not an actress. I'm a comedian first. And, you know, they can go in and do whatever you got to do. I'm like, I don't want to kiss this man. I, he's sweating. And I was like, he too this. And I'm just not, I don't want to. And then Debbie was like, look, bitch, set, you acting. And then, but I think what helped me the most is you being patient and you know, you're not like saying, come on, bitch, you gotta kiss me, we acting. You were so <laughs> patient and <laughs> comfortable. And then we, I remember we went out to dinner one night yeah. and that's what kind of took me over that hump of just, cause I was never comfortable, but just sitting there with you that night at dinner, listening to you and we have a conversation about our husband, our wives. And I was like, he a cool fucking dude. And I started to relax a little bit more cause I always felt like I was cheating. I always felt like I was fucking with somebody's husband. I always felt like, I was like, this man got a wife and we up here kissing on TV. Is, is this shit right? But you know, his wife is an actress. She probably like, oh, whatever motherfucker this is gonna do. <laughs> my husband, my husband be a transmission. <laughs> <laughs> and, and trust. And trust, you know, I ain't want to mess up my job neither. So, you know, I, hey, I was gonna, I was gonna make it my damn, my, my damnness to make sure that uh, Pat was comfortable and whatever she needed. You know what I'm saying? Because the brother wanted to work. Um, <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, I always felt like it was, I was a part of something just like way bigger than me, man. That's, I just knew something about this was just, just gonna be really great. You know what I mean? Especially after meeting you. You know, it's just your personality, how cool you are. People don't know you a little shy. People don't know that. You know what I'm Shit saying? Because you're a boss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, no, it, she, it is. It she is, is really. Sweet as, she's sweet as Georgia pie, man. She is. She it really is very is. interesting, and we got to take a break here in a second. But the thing about Miss Pat is that if you're like off, like when she's on, she's on. Miss Pat, you're bigger than life. But when you're not. You're kind of quiet. You're in your phone. You're just kind of watching. You're paying attention. If it's a new situation, you're like a drug dealer, just scanning, <laughs> just you know, watching. <laughs> but, what you know about drug dealers, Chris? I've been Not watching. Damn thing. His one black friend that used to be one. I read Rabbit. <laughs> We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. All right, y'all, we back from the break. <laughs> but I mean, that that's we knew the day that he walked out of that room that he was a daddy. I mean, he was country. He had that southern twain we was looking for. Cause I was like, if you from if you from the south, usually people from the south, they some country loud motherfucker. And when he started talking, he was just like, I was like, oh my God, this nigga remind me of a relative. Can I ask a white question? Sure. When, when you say country as he, as he raises his hand, can I? <laughs> Um, teacher, uh, what, what does it mean to be country? Like, what's that, what does that mean? Just, you know how I talk broken English, but he's, he's very intelligent. He went to college, but he can, he can get country with me. Like he say shit. Like what makes me laugh the most? He be like, my wife is a red bone. I said, nigga, ain't nobody called. They want no red bone. <laughs> now that's some country shit. I said, stop calling that woman a goddamn red bone. <laughs> It's that it's that language and that and that, that twang, man. Chris has that's no that's idea what a red bone is. What'd you say, Dion? I said Chris has no idea what a red bone is. A red bone, listen, Chris, a red bone is a very light-skinned uh, uh African American. I actually knew that. Yeah. I wasn't gonna guess out loud, yeah. but I, I knew I knew what you meant. 
so yeah, I mean, that's what being to me, that's what being country is like. Like Pat was saying, it's that twain, that language that we use, that that southern hospitality. And you know, I, we grew up like if you look at somebody, you're supposed to say hi. You know, yep. what I'm saying you're supposed to speak. You don't just look at somebody and look the other way. That's that's you know, that's that's not being cool. You know, what yeah, I, mean? yeah, I noticed you said you know, Miss Pat, Miss Miss yeah. Debbie. You know that that mm-hmm. level of mm-hmm. respect that. That's right. Yeah. That's how they and it, it, ain't even, it ain't even an age thing, right, Pat? It's just like, that's just respect to you. Yeah. If I call you Miss Pat, it's not just because you, you know, 120 years old or something. It's, that's just respect. That's, right. That's how we grew up. Respect our elders. That's how we grew up. So. Yeah. Makes sense. So can we talk about your your uh, acting history? How long have you been doing, um, <laughs> uh, uh, What's the word? I'm How long have I been a thespian? Yes. What <laughs> is a thespian? A big old, a big old thespian oh, right there. We went from country to thespian. What college you went to? Alabama State University. So he went to Alabama State University. And what we like to highlight is black shit because it's a black family on TV living in a white community. So I called him one day and I was like, hey, Nigga, what school you went to? He's like, Alabama South. I said, is that an HBCU? And they just bust out laughing. I'm like, nigga, I got a GED. I'm a convicted fella. I don't know about no goddamn HBCU. <laughs> <laughs> so why he using word like thespians? <laughs> it's because the nigga's educated. <laughs> When he said test, I thought he was gonna say thermometer. Oh Lord. <laughs> a Thessalonian. Right. <laughs> nah, man. I um uh, to be real with you, brother. When I I got to college, I wasn't even thinking about like acting a theater and like that. I was a a music major and accounting minor. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, actually, he can sing. actually accounting major, music minor. You know what I mean? And so you know, long story, just very short. Theater found me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there was uh, auditioning for this piece on campus called the Gospel at Colonus, and they needed some singers and stuff like that. So it's like, why don't you come in, you know, do a little monologue or something? I was like, what's a monologue? They explained it to me. I didn't know what the hell it was. And sing a song, uh, uh, Acapulco, and that's Acapulco, we call it. Uh, that's without music, right? And uh, so I went in there, sang a song, and I got the gig, right? But then I started loving theater so much. Every aspect of the stage management, lighting, fight, coordinating, and all that stuff, costume design and stuff. That I was like, you know what? I think this is my passion because accounting was boring. Like you sit in the BA <laughs> building all night long after football practice. I was playing football too. So imagine after doing a two a day, you know, football practice and then having to sit in front, you know, people talking in front of a computer for like the next four hours after 10 o'clock at night. You know, I was like, no, that's, I don't want to do that. But my dad was not happy about it. Mm, you know, he yeah. was, Oh, he was not a fan of it, man. He's like, I ain't gonna be paying paying for this and that for the rest of your life. Boy, what the hell wrong with you? No, no, no. I said, but daddy, I love it. I love it. So I ended up getting that that part. And next thing you know, uh, uh, Dr. Stewart planned to see to me, Dr. Tommy Tania Stewart, who was the artistic uh, producing director at the time um, at Alabama State University. Uh, she saw what was in me. And then I started getting all these lead parts and stuff like this. And um, I was like, you know what? Hey, like I play stuff like Emperor Emperor Jones, um, uh, also uh, 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 Macbeth, also With all no these. Acting? No, 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 no acting. acting, no acting, right? But I started taking the courses. I started taking the courses, and I started picking up all the tools and all that stuff like that. And I always say my first stage was actually church, man. I mean, we used to do all the Easter programs, yeah. all the Christmas programs. You know, uh, I play the drums, I sing, you know, I play for the state choir, the district choir. So all the stage was already set. And plus, you know, football, that gridiron was my main stage at that time. Because when I came out of high school at Dillard, we was number two in the nation in 1992 when I came. I played football with Isaac Bruce, man, and Frank Sanders. Okay. 
these guys was one year ahead of me. So I came from that type of pedigree, right? So when I got to Alabama State, that was already instilled in me. You know, Dr. Stewart just opened that up for me. She planted that seed and just opened it up for me. So after Alabama State, I graduated in 97. I was like, you know, I need to get some more tools. I need to find out, you know, get into a program that's not too much longer than like two or three years so I can do a showcase, get my MFA and just start working because I'd be about that money. I'm like, okay, how can I make this money? How can I flip this dollar? How can I make this work? You know, so I went to Brandeis University um, in 1998 and I got my MFA in 2000 and then I got picked up by an agency, Hardicke Level Agency um, in New York City and a bunch of casting directors love my work. And How did you end up in New York? Uh, through a showcase. Uh, Brandeis University is in Boston, Massachusetts, for those who don't know. It's a suburb. It's in Waltham, Massachusetts, which is a suburb of, uh, of Boston. It's right at the Mass Pike. Um, at the end of the two-year tenure, they do a showcase in Boston and so in New York. So you got an agent? Mm-hmm. I picked up an agent through my showcase. So nice. you stayed there because you wanted to do theaters? Yeah, I stayed there. I stayed there. And I moved to New York after I got through with that. I stayed there, and then I started doing a lot of regional theater work. Like, I've worked across every, a lot of regional theaters across the United States. It was great to experience that. But then, you know, my agent was like, always telling me, say, hey man, to work on Broadway, you got to work out of town to work in town, you know, so people can understand who you are. You build a resume that way. But at the same time as I was doing that, because I got this great voice, um, I started doing like a lot of voiceovers and commercials. Um, when I do symposiums at different colleges and stuff, I always tell kids, don't just don't just look at the uh, uh, the performing uh, 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 performing artist uh, aspect of it. You got to look at all mediums of the business so you can be able to get work. You know, because if if theater isn't working or musical theater ain't working, then you got commercials. If the commercials not working, then you got the voiceovers. If the voiceovers ain't working, then you got film and television. So I thank God that I was blessed to be able in did to be ever, in all mediums at the same time. Did you ever study like actor? Study what? Like go to school to be an actor? Yeah, that's what I went to. Oh, Brenda. The MFA is what? Yeah, I Master of Fine Klondike. Arts? No, no, <laughs> Daniel Klondike. <laughs> I got my Master of Fine Arts uh, okay. at Brandeis University. He got his master's. Yeah, in so I, and, and whenever I do my first interview on uh, Jimmy Fallon, it won't be Jimmy Fallon, it'll be, it'll be Jay Bernard. <laughs> Bernard. Not your motherfucker. Hello, yes, you I'm Jay Bernard. You gonna put on an ascot too? Yeah, ascot, all that. All that's gonna be dope. I used to think know. niggas with ascots had a lot of money. So I realized ascots cost $10. <laughs> <laughs> I almost gave up some pussy with a nigga with an ascot. <laughs> Maybe I would want to work. Oh, nigga, no. Nah. <laughs> What was the point where you were able to work full time or like you really like hit like a tipping point where you felt like, all right, I can call my dad and tell him I'm going to make it doing this. I got to be honest with you, bro. That's a really great question, man. I got to be honest with you. I think when we did this piece called Memphis, the musical, mm-hmm. that's what Jordan sent me. Right. And um, it originally uh, started in Beverly, Massachusetts in 2003, Doc. Uh, Joe DiPietro, who wrote I Love You, I'm Perfect Not Change on Broadway, and David Bryan, who's the keyboardist uh, for John Bon Jovi, you know, he wrote the lyrics and he composed it, right? We started there in 2003, took it to La Jolla Playhouse in 2008, and took it to Fifth Avenue Seattle in 2009. We made it to Broadway that mm-hmm. fall in October of 2009. That's when I felt like, hey man, I'm here. I was the third lead in the show. It's like, oh my God, I'm on Broadway. This is the most money I've ever made. Uh, this is the most exposure I'd ever gotten in one time. Good? It, it paid good according to, you know, 
it, the work you're doing. Yeah, I mean, it, it pales in comparison of the revenue that comes in weekly. TV? No. <laughs> that, was deep, that was a deep because resounding when you was on when you was on um when you was working for billy porter and i was like jordan i said you really want to pull that man from billy porter he said let me talk to you for a minute bitch he said that man ain't making what he's gonna be making on this show i was like all oh, that goddamn singing <laughs> I was like, he was like, no. And I was like, for real? Because <laughs> I think we do a lot. And I still ain't making enough money. Nigga, I had to have an IV yesterday. <laughs> did, did you really? You yeah, really she did, yeah. What what <laughs> not enough sparkling water in your system? <laughs> not enough Pellegrino in your system? <laughs> Too much coughing coke, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Not cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Char All right Charlie. Uh, two, two and a half men over here. <laughs> yeah, because I, I didn't know Broadway. I thought Broadway, I thought the ain't like TV. Right. No, not at all. They work you like a slave on, in, in theater. They do. And um, you talk about eight shows a week, sis. Yeah, and eight then I remember you saying, I get to be off with my family. And I'm like, at first I couldn't understand. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, because I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, you don't know what TV pay until you get in the TV. So I'm like, I thought, I was like, is he going to leave that for this? I'm like, because we might not be paying him enough. And Joe was like, you're a fucking fool. Let me talk to you. But I bet the, all those reps, like eight times a week, like just the acting. I I mean, from before to where you ended, were you, was is your acting skills are they just like super sharp when you're doing something that often that many times that is that why you're really exceeding in the Miss Pat show? No, he's a fucking good actor. That's what it is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's practice, man. <clears throat> practice. He got a scene in this episode we just did a one on four, and he met. I was I was about to say, nigga, stop trying to win an Oscar, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so when did you get it? I saw on IMDb you've been like in a few Law and Order episodes. You've been on my favorite All TV of, show, Blue Bloods. Like you All of, I've done it, hey man. First of all, I want to give big ups to like Denzel Washington and the great uh, late Tony Scott. They gave me my first movie mm -hmm. uh, back what? in 2008, and I learned a lot on that set. What movie? What movie? Uh, the Taking the Pelham One Two Three. Okay. Color one, two, three, starring John Travolta, myself, Denzel Washington, uh, uh, James Gandolfini. It's, it was a lot of great cells in that uh, in that movie. It was, I had a really good time and I learned a lot. Um, but I, I want to go back to what you were saying earlier, Chris, about those eight shows a week. It really did help me sharpen my skills and be ready for like uh, 12 to 14 hour days. Mm. Because the thing about theater and doing the eight shows a week, you have to find a way to keep it fresh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's no way you can go in and phone stuff in because you can't fool the audience. The audience know when you phone the stuff in. Mm. So you got to find a way to make it fresh for yourself. And if it reads fresh for yourself and it reads real to yourself, then guess what? The people that's watching through that inanimate object is going to read the same way. Mm. Especially when you got dope directors like Mary Lou and, and Robbie who just left the other week, man. I mean, we, we're blessed to have people like that on our set, man, to be great guide guidance uh, 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 vessels through, through uh, these 12 to 14 hour days that we're uh, working on set. Five days out of the week. So is theater work harder? I I would say I would say I would say yes and no. I would say yes, uh simply because of the wear and tear of eight shows a week. I would say no because you're on that set 12 to 14 hours a day on your feet, switching it up, turning around, getting new things thrown at us in the moment. 
You know what I'm saying? Because it's a multi-cam. Yeah, yeah, especially especially with multi-cam. And it would be even a longer day if it was single cam because with single cam, you got to turn everything around every single time and shoot from this direction. Then turn everything around, shoot the other direction. With the with the three, you can catch a whole bunch of stuff at one good time. So mm. it's a it's a double-edged sword for me, man. And I ain't hating on theater at all. I'll go back and do theater again. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not like I, I won't do theater, but for my money. I would, I would love to be here and be able to reach the masses, you know, because for me, this whole medium is like church for me. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, we were all missionaries and bishops and, you know, pastors and stuff over here preaching this word, whatever this word is and trying to touch lives and getting people to think, you know, a whole different way than they thought before they saw the show or even have a conversation with somebody they probably would never have a conversation with because they saw our show. You so know, did you, when you saw the like what attracted you to the project the was did you know Miss Pat before you had heard of the show the script <laughs> yeah. 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 Job, motherfucker. did you ever look me up when you got the uh when the I when script? I okay at first I didn't know who Pat was right so when I did the initial audition no I didn't look up Miss Pat but when I knew they were interested and I knew I was gonna get a screen test and call back I said let me look up my sister and see what's going on and when I looked up I was like hell no <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. I say this woman Most funny people. as hell. I, for real, I'm like, this girl's so funny. She, and she remind me of one of my relatives, you know, a straight up and down, you know what I mean? Um, so I looked her up and I saw her work and I was like, okay, this is what's going to, this is what it's going to be. This is what it's going to And I was looking at the content in the script and mash it up with what she's doing on stage. I was like, oh, this is like, this is her life. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I, I didn't catch that at first. Now, but, and I was like, oh, this is her life. I said, oh, okay, this is dope. She's putting uh, herself out there. You know, she's exposing herself to the elements. You know what I mean? So I'm glad to be along on the ride, man. I'm, I'm glad to be a piece of the puzzle, you know, and I'm glad to be a, be a something that's so huge and so big and that's going to touch so many people and break their funny bones, man. I'm telling you. Have you this met Garrett? Hilarious. Have you met Garrett yet? Yes, I did. I met him at the, I met him at the pilot. The pilot, yeah. Very quiet, reserved brother, man. He came up to me, man. I could just feel that he really enjoyed it because he, he was smiling, you know. He had this smile, man. He was just quite, man, hey, man. Great he job, cried brother. like a motherfucker at that you know, pilot shoot. Aw. You know, so quiet, man. I was like. Yeah. Yes. And every time I'd be like, Pat, I want to I want to have dinner with him. He don't want to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> he don't want to talk to you. Tell him, yeah. me that. <laughs> yeah, y'all come up to the house. How much you see him? He walk in the door and go to the bedroom. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a very reserved, house, quiet guy. If you so. now if you come to our house, he'll have a bill with you. But if you ask him to go, she and me, that motherfucker ain't come. He, I'm here by myself right now. He's like, uh, I gotta work. Do you guys talk on the phone or or is he just like, "Eh, I got to go to bed? He don't talk on no fucking phone, just to me. (laughs) He coming down the last week of uh, the shoot. You know, he'll talk then, but he just, he don't have no friends. He just go to work. And and that's just how he is. People like, my brother like, tell my brother a lot of comments. I'm like, nigga, my brother ain't going to call you. Yeah, he's very, I've had just one conversation with him. He's the sweetest man. He's just like the nicest dude. He's just. But he is reserved. He is quiet. He's a lot like Gary. The fact that he came up to me and spoke to me and gave me that love was enough for me, especially after when Pat told me about him and how he is, his demeanor and everything. And the fact that he came up to me and took a picture with me, too. You know what I'm saying? All of that. And it was like it was like all happened in like 10 minutes. Yeah. And it was done. I was like, that meant the world. to me. Well, so. you know what? Before I picked anybody, I sent everybody audition to Gary and my husband. Mm. So you was their pick. 
You was one, you and the other I person, you was, they, they helped me. They helped me pick every they every pick that I, I said, I like this person. Just so happened Jordan liked it too. But when you, when your audition came through, even though Jordan were ready to give you the job, I sent it to my husband. I was like, who you think? And you, y'all was his number one pick. And I was like, well, I might as well go with this. Yeah. So, and that's how you ended up in um, uh, L.A. That's like, you know, because hmm. at first I was like, I, I don't know, Jordan. I mean, we was all on the fence because Jordan, Jordan is a kid with a big ass dream. And, you know, he can see shit. We, we just uh, we just cast Ashley and everybody was like, how the fuck you catch somebody that looked like y'all had a kid and sound just <laughs> like your real daughter? I mean, I saw her on set one time. I really thought it was. I mean, I came and said, I thought that was Ashley. I said, well, Ashley, mm-hmm. she all dressed up. Like this. No, that's the, oh, no, there's we, a third. We, we, I'm like, <laughs> What you say? I said there's that- a third. Because <laughs> it is, it, it, people don't realize if you've never seen Ashley, like Miss Pat and Ashley, like, and Miss Pat, you look great. And I don't know if you've lost weight, but like the pictures of you on set, you-, you look like Ashley. And there's pictures. I always say that. She never believes me, but it's true. Like the pictures on your Instagram, I'm like, why is she posting pictures of Ashley? Holy shit, that's Miss Pat. So the girl playing the act- Ashley, the, the 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 actress playing Ashley sounds exactly like Ashley. Like I was listening through the the headset and I was like, what? I was like, Ashley's over here. I, why? Like why can I hear her through my headset when when she's literally standing right next to me? She sounds just like it's crazy how good of a job that you guys did on cast. Oh well, what- it, it just it, it's mind blowing. The daughter who plays Gariana is is like has her down pat. I don't know if she spent yeah. like method actor hours following Gary on around, but she was like, and the pilot just nails her. It's crazy. It, it nails her. It sure do. And this girl, I remember when we had the look, we, in one episode, we have a, like a look talk in the kitchen and it wasn't even written in the scene. And I tell Jay Benoit, I was like, you better get it, bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I felt that energy. And again, Jordan cast her. Jordan literally said, this is Ashley. And I was like, okay, Jordan, I've just learned to believe what the fuck you say. And you murdered that scene, by the way, Pat. You you murdered that scene, man. For real. Oh, my God. Acting ain't easy, okay, guys? I've never read this much of my fucking life. Hey, once again, hey, look, when I do symposiums and I talk to these kids, you know, these kids look at the immediate gratification of what they're looking at, right? They don't they don't take in consideration of what goes into making the product happen. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think it just takes special people to do what we do. I, I really do, you know? Your head got to be screwed on straight. I think you got to have a good spirit of discernment and you got to be able to collaborate, man. You just got to be an open vessel and just be ready for changes that come and just be ready. And uh, Vanessa Williams always told me 99% of the job is coming in just being ready. Just be ready. Just come to work. Just be ready. Show up. That's what she said. Just show up. And not only, and not only is I'm, I'm so, they so Jordan and, you know, Fox surrounded me by some really good actors. Everybody can fucking sing except me. But she'd be the only that one singer. No. <laughs> she'd be the only one singer, Chris. Jesus loves me. I'm like, no, he don't. That's why his voice is terrible. I think Miss Pat is a. I think Miss Pat is a great singer. <laughs> you are goddamn lie. <laughs> <laughs> All of them can say he can sing. Brianna can sing. Vince can sing. The daughter can sing. Can Jumbo sing? I don't know. He can rap. He can rap. <laughs> he can rap. 
So I'm like, not only can not only can they act, they all sing too. Except, but like Dion said, I'm the main one. I believe it. a children of the future. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead. See, the I don't gotta start it. See, show <laughs> them all the beauty they possess to sign. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. <laughs> let the children laugh. What's like? <laughs> What thanks to Charlie, thank you. <laughs> Jay, like what stands out over the last like month as your favorite moment? Maybe not don't give anything away on the show, but just like as you're hanging around talking, getting to know each other, what are a couple moments that just stand out that you're like you'll five years from now you'll think back and crack up about it? Oh man, that's a that's another good question. It's it's too many moments, man. I can't even front. Maybe uh, having a good time also. I mean, I'm serious. I mean time. the best the best joke that happened the other day. You wouldn't, we can't use it. We couldn't use it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, is this joke? Oh, this joke they made? And I was like, and they gave it to him. They gave it to and me. And I, I didn't know he was going to say it. Okay. <laughs> she looked at you and said, no, you can't say that. <laughs> was you there, Dion? I don't know what you, I didn't It was the Heathcliff Huxtable joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you say it? I said it. No, but they tell us the during, joke. It what, what's during the, the show? But I said it. I said it? It, it was. It was about the sauce. He's like, oh, uh, the one. The Warner doors asked about some sauce that the I cooked. Barbecue up. sauce he made. Yeah, Who's and I he? say something else, right? But the something else is funny, right? Without giving it away, right? You can say it. I can say, oh, okay, all right. So it was. Uh, she said, what kind of sauce? I said, oh, that's that Suge Knight sauce. You know, that's that uh, uh, manslaughter bipolar barbecue, right? So I guess that was hitting and missing a little bit. So Jordan came over. He's like, I want you to say this instead. And what I ended up saying was, she said, so what kind of sauces is that? It is, and I said, that's that Heathcliff Hustable sauce. Everybody going to be sleep up in here. <laughs> <laughs> and you cut it out? Yes. I don't know. But, uh, I, I don't uh, know if they cut it. Uh, they was recording, right? Yeah. And I said, what the fool told you to say? Said, no. Huh? no. It was too soon, Pat. It's still too soon. Yeah, I'm a comedian. <laughs> I'm not saying. No. everybody fell ground. Everything fell yeah, ground. but not Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor. Okay, I'll I let mean, that they right. fell ground, but I wasn't ready for that. And I was like, who, where the fuck you get that from? <laughs> I mean, we comedians, you can make, but I was blown away. I was like, I came out of cast. Nigga, who told you to say that shit? He's like, I said, Jordan, him. Does, does Jordan. Me, Patty was here. And, and when he said it, everybody was like, what the fuck? Everybody was laughing, but all of us around the dinner table just froze. Like, that ain't the line. Does Jordan go around planting lines like that to try and get a genuine laugh out of everybody? Yes, he do. And I ablib a lot. I'm beginning to ablib even more. Which you should keep doing because she says some funny stuff, man. And and we got, I think we got somebody that's like writing stuff down as it ha as it's happening, right, Pat? Yeah, we have a uh, strip coordinator that writes it down as I say it. And um, um, I say some like we got this funny thing. I don't want to give it away. When something happened to Tammy and the, the director say, "Okay, I need a button on this. I need you steady." And I said, "Oh, really, bitch? I got you." Mm -hmm. And what came out my mouth just floored everybody. Yeah. Nobody's so, quicker. Mean, huh? Nobody's quicker. I mean, you know, you just, and that's what this podcast is so great because it's just line after line after line. You know, you just always have something funny to say. So is there going to be, I, I got asked if there was going to be um, like blooper reels or if you were going to release any of the, the on the floor stuff, like 
you know, like you used to have on DVD features, like maybe as YouTube promos or like the outtakes. Yeah, outtakes. Yeah. That's what I mean. Oh, that would be great. I don't know. I mean, me and Jordan and, you know, the producers have to get together and see if we can do this because this is streaming. So we can always do something of making of the Miss Pat show. They send their people there to record and we got cameras going at all times. So you we should. I don't know. I hope so. You know, it's just, it's what they want to do. I mean, it'd be cool if you could put up on social media to promote the show, like the outtakes after the episode airs. Because I guarantee, oh, yeah. like, just knowing you, I bet there's, like, so many great lines that, that are not going to make the show or little funny moments that people would love to see. Oh, yeah. We we actually have fun on that. We we have fun on the set. So I, I'm going to ask Jordan about that this week, about, you know, blooper reels and stuff like that. Because we got a, quite a few. Nobody drops lines like Miss Pat do. So, <laughs> trust, trust. These motherfuckers be off book. Like, they, t- I'm like, can y'all get a bitch? The, can y'all give me a chance to read the whole motherfucking script? They come in that motherfucker. They be off book. I'm like, can y'all slow the fuck down? Y'all making me look. <laughs> they know they shit so good. They be telling me my like, this is what you supposed to say right here, bitch. Say this. How the fuck you know my no, line? No, no, Pat. You don't go over there. You say it right there, Pat. <laughs> yeah, oh, all right. Okay. Pick it up. Oh, That's a well, fair line. Let me pick it up. Let's go. I think I have to ask the question that America wants to know. What is it no. like? What is it like kissing Miss Pat? Man, I gotta tell you, boy. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Last night when I got home, now let me stop. <laughs> Pat, wait for me too. Like, She's so the, mad at me for asking the no, question. Seriously, to be honest with you, it's 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 very easy. Um, especially when she lets go. You know, when Pat lets go, I could tell. You know, because there's an easiness with it. You know what I mean? Um, 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 My husband's watched a real one day. He said, you look like you bracing for a truck to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean by when she let go. When she let go, <laughs> it ain't like that. I mean, uh, I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still learning this shit, okay? Does Jordan keep writing in kissing scenes just to fuck with you? He wants to show black love. Okay. The black man and the black woman, and I think he, I think he achieve it every every single episode. Um, but you, you know, put it in there, but you don't be acting like it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Dion. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> no, let me tell you the funniest thing. This is the funniest thing. So the scene in one hundred and four when Jordan tells him to kiss me and say, oh, uh, "You so fine, you so did," but nobody told me right. right. I'm thinking it's one kiss. So he kissed me, and then he. Ki- I said, "All right, nigga, that's enough." <laughs> And he said, God damn it, let me work. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you work on me. Yeah, that, that would be the moment right there, Chris. Yeah, yeah. That, moment, that moment right there, man. Because that day, that day, for some reason, Pat was messing with me all day that day. You remember you were giving she, was and she knew it. And she knew it. He was it. in a bad mood. I don't fuck around with you. I wasn't in no bad, I wasn't in no bad mood at all. I you know what? No he got he dropped a few lines, which you never do. And he was like, to me, I was like, okay, nigga, you dropped a few lines. This, you know, he, he's such a perfectionist. I was like, okay, you all right. By the time y'all niggas fuck up, so I can help me look good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he wasn't, I didn't learn my lines. I was like, fuck them goddamn lines. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm back there in the tent just looking over my stuff, man. You know, I come out there, she messing with me. And uh, that moment happened right there, man. And I think that really like even broke more of the ice between the both of us, man. I mean, because it really let her guard and I was able to play. 
like that, like we did that day. I mean, it made me comfortable because I probably wouldn't have played like that if I knew that it wasn't comfortable for Pat. Yeah. Be straight up, you know, so big ups, Pat. Big ups, man. I'm, I'm, learning, <laughs> I'm learning to that. Chris, the kissing is good, brother. It's good. To answer your question, it is. It's, 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 it's good, brother. I would expect nothing less. From Miss Pat. She does everything. And look, my excellent. wife right there in the other room. So, you know, ain't, ain't, thank God his wife is. You know, we don't hide that from each other. She always asks about her. She always be like, how your wife doing? You know, did she need anything? She always check in with me on that. So, you know, I never want nobody to ever think it's something going on between Miss Pat Patricia Williams Lee and Jeffrey Bernard Calloway. Nigga, I got health problems. I don't know how to cheat. <laughs> 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 my, AAR, my Medicare won't fall out for that. <laughs> I got a doctor. You don't need a prescription for cheating. You don't. Know, you don't need a doctor's <laughs> note. <laughs> nigga for energy pills. I, I can't remember the nigga name who I'm cheating with. <laughs> can see Miss Pat at the pharmacy right now. It's like this old set. Um, excuse we me. Do you have see trying to be serious when she do stuff like that, man? <laughs> every day man <laughs> and that's that's how the podcast is it's just you know i i've missed you guys so much because it's you never laugh like you do when you're around miss pat yeah it's fun it's fun it's, you know we all like a big family there you know yeah. we all get along and, you know nobody act like they the star everybody just shows up to work What's the food like? Tell me the catering situation. I need to know. Nigga. White nigga. That's what I need to tell you. White nigga. The food is so... Nigga, even Vince gaining weight. Get off your Vince. Vince Get got off an ass. Vince. Vince got an ass. The food is really, really good. Ain't that Vince food? You gotta talk, talk you in the mic. In the mic. We can't hear him. He said it was that strawberry cake gonna take his toes. <laughs> oh. Hey, yeah, I gotta be honest, man. Like it don't happen like this on sets all the time, man. Really? Like, it's like this chemistry, the like the love, the camaraderie, the family uh, atmosphere. It really don't happen like this all the time. Cause so. you know why? Let me tell you what I did. Is I I and I did this from day one. Even after Lee told me who the production company is, I said, look, I know that this is my show. I know I am the star of the show. But what I will not do is walk around with my head held high. I clock in like everybody else clock in and we sign out the same fucking way. And I told, I just told my whole cast, I said, we all stars because it take all of us to make this shit work. If we bickering and arguing, not in first on a call sheet, fuck a call sheet. I did the same thing in the writing room and Vince will tell you. I say, you don't tell people, people positions. That's your name and you're a part of this fucking writing room. Right, Vince? That we all on the same motherfucking level. The only difference is paycheck difference. That's it. <laughs> but not not going not going so you gonna pay for the catering. Yeah, not going full yeah, Bernie just I yet. Never, yeah, I, I don't look at no call sheet. I don't give a fuck about being no star. And it'd be like that's a that's a star. I said no, bitch. I'm Miss Pat, and I came to work like everybody else. We all fucking stars. Now I don't say I don't need no extra shit. Like when I I. Th- the, my fucking thighs were hurt, right? Because all I drink at Coke is coffee. So they was like, I said, look, bitch, I got health care, good health care. Fucking, I don't even have no copay. Just go to the fucking doctor when I leave here. She's like, no. The star get a, uh, you the star this show, we bringing a doctor to you. I'm like, what the fuck they do that at? 
the nigga legal? So the doctor show up. It's like, it's like you're in the blacklist. That <laughs> nigga legal. Yeah, so and so I get out of my car and this little white lady jump out with a whole medical bag. And then she's like, I'm the doctor. Now she's like, what's wrong? I said, my thighs hurt right up here, around, the, you know, right here by my butt. All of this shit just aching. So she's like, pull down your pants. Pull down my pants. And here with you, bitch, I ain't shaved this week. <laughs> or last week or the week before that. <laughs> you ain't been in a hotel in a minute. My version is. <laughs> so, so she tells me she 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 locate the pains and she said you are very dehydrated mm-hmm. and i was like really and then she's like i was telling her i was in a lot of spots in my left eye and she said i need to give you an iv if not i can put you on these pills but if i give you an iv you'll feel bad i'm like if you give me a fucking iv everybody on this set we're gonna almost bad and sick so she's like you really need an iv so i give her an iv and I mean, she give me an IV and I'm sitting there and I was like, oh, I'm on IV. And before I know, it's just knocking at the door. Everybody knocking at the door. Everybody not. I'm getting tested for the whole case. What the right. fuck is going on? I'm like, I'm dehydrated. A nigga gonna be all right. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with the doctor, right? And she's like, you, you know, she said, she give me an IV. She's like, you need anything else? I'm like, oh, I think she's trying to give me drugs. I said, oh, I already got ibuprofen 800. She said, you need anything? I said, you can give me anything. She said, anything. I said, you got any diet pills? <laughs> <laughs> You're dehydrated, for God's sake. Yeah, she's going to give you some diet pills. <laughs> you got any diuretics back there to I go with the IV? I need, I need some uppers and downers <laughs> for my water. Nigga, I try to get me some vitamin. <laughs> I look fatter than a motherfucker on TV. I said, you got any diet pills? She's like, I said, I'm for real. <laughs> Prescription for some diet pills. And then, and then she came back to work. And then she came back to work. Yeah. I don't know. She put B12 and all that shit in there. I felt so good. I said, this is what killed Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I said, see why Michael Jackson did. This shit is delicious. I mean, that's not the same thing. No, B12 is not propofentothal or whatever. <laughs> Well, nigga, that B12 was the shit they gave me. Then they gave me like 20 vials of that shit and told the medic man, stick in the ass every time she look a little sleepy. <laughs> I was like, it would be nice to be rich. Then how do you nigga get on dope? <laughs> man, she she gave me some diabetes, some, B12, some D- vitamin D. Dion, wait till she finds out about adrenochrome. What the fuck is that? That's the QAnon stuff that they drink just to live forever. But it it was delicious. It was I mean it just perked me right back. I was like, damn, I feel better. Now she was right. I was I was I was very dehydrated, just so bad that I had spots in my eyes, but I couldn't tell anybody. Now has there been any Dion? I know you've been around the set a lot. Has there been any Paul Pat moments though? No, no. She uh, she's very um, not like this show. And the fact that she doesn't order anybody around. <laughs> she uh, what? <laughs> not like this show, your podcast. Yeah. I say, I say, I say, you don't order anybody around on set. You're not screaming at anybody or shut the fuck up. No, she's. Well, not. I had a life coach. Oh, it's... I have a life coach. <laughs> Are you still talking to the life coach? Hell yeah, she won't go away. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I told her I'm healed. <laughs> I'm healed. <laughs> I took some diet pills. I got a IV. You got a B12 in my ass. I'm fine. B12. I'm ready to go. Bye. I'm like, it's over. My life is better now. 
I don't need. I don't have anything to talk about. Like at first, I was very frustrated. Uh, you know, I had a lot of writing room problems, but uh, we worked through all of that shit now. So we we good. Is it kind of like because you're you're working like there's you know action and movement and like you kind of haven't had that for about a year because I, of the pandemic. I think it's because people know me now. You know, you know, Miss mm-hmm. Pat is blunt, honest. You know, you know my. You know, I'm not putting on. I'm me. This is me. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people had to learn in this ordeal that this is how this lady talk. You know, with my problems with the writer's room, we worked that out and care. The person I thought I was going to kill, I actually fucking like now. Really? Yes. The person I was having all the problems with, well, I'm going to kick that motherfucker ass when I get to Atlanta. I fucking, I love him. And wow. he's, and that person is, is really fucking good. Know what the fuck they doing. Give that. Life coach a B12 shot. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Can't make that up, boy. <laughs> That's great. That's great to hear. Yeah, because, you know, you were nervous a little bit. and I, So I'm really glad to hear that, that, that everything's going great. Yeah, because they was talking about snatching this shit from me the way I was acting. <laughs> were they? Ooh, yeah. I went through some, ooh. I mean, right when they was building the set, they was like, oh. Oh, boy. Got a little scary there for a minute. Yeah. And I remember Gary Allen was like, do you realize how many people depending on you for a job? It's like 300, two to 300 people you, you were employed. Yeah. And you're going to mess it up for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Be like Kimberly Elise on saying, I ain't need that money. <laughs> you keep saying that. Who the fuck is that? Kimberly Elise, you remember the movie Set It Off? Yeah. And she was uh, the sister of, uh, I believe, um, I don't know which which one of these sister, but she she had this child. She needed help, and she just I don't know why she made that choice as an actor. She really needed money, so it always was like really rich. I ain't need that money. I don't know. <laughs> You've never yeah. seen Set It Off, have you, Chris? I have not. No. No, he don't watch Black. Movies. Set It Off is really good, man. It's like one of the last chick flicks, black chick flicks. You didn't like um the movie Tiffany was in, Girl Trip. Oh, that was a comedy. Set it off is not a comedy. Oh no, it wasn't a comedy. Ooh. Did you like Girl Trip? Uh, it was all right. Yeah, that's what uh, most my men theater say. teacher was in there. Doctor Stewart was in the older black lady. I saw it. Miss Pat just shook her head. No, I don't know that nigga. I mean, <laughs> I saw the movie. <laughs> Who you laughing at, Vince? Yeah, no, Marcus. We can't hear him on the podcast. Yeah, you got to talk in the mic. That's my little brother, man. That's my little brother, man. He was talking about Marcus Henderson. That was in us. Um, Get out. The brother with the big eye that was running. Uh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he, went to, he went to Alabama. He came out after me. He came out like 210 or something like that. He was also in Snowfall, too, man. Really good actor. Really good brother. Went to Yale and also went to Alabama State, man. Mm. So, and played football. What well, position is- were you when you played football? Before we wrap up, Pat, man. Oh, Sorry, I played. I played the position of fullback. Nah, you tried me. You tried me, then. You really tried me, boy. I was out there knocking cats out. Hey, do water friend, boys get a jersey? No, water boys get a jersey. They get that 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 green thing that go across and let us know they the water boy. <laughs> Respect all water boys, though. Respect. That's right. Without you, we couldn't make it through the game. Try. Somebody got to put the ice in the cooler. Somebody got. <laughs> Among me got down. <laughs> what was your posi- position, Jamie? I played fullback. I played fullback. Um, what they do? 
the fullback basically is you got the quarterback right here and you got the, the big dude and oh, then you the halfback. Yep, I'm the one right. who really blocked yeah. for the uh, running back. He the lead blocker, yeah. Lead blocker for the running back. Back then, you know, foot, uh, fullback is like a dinosaur now in, in, in football, really. It's like, because everybody run double tights now, so it's like, you know, either yeah. the shot, you know, either run and shoot, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, I was really good. I was a starting fullback at my university, everything, man. So... Well, now you're an actor, nigger. Yes, yes, I am. A, I'm a thespian. <laughs> that was the fanciest way I've ever yes. heard that said. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? You said nigger. I said it was very fa- fancy the way that you said that. <laughs> nigger. <laughs> please, exactly. please stop yes, saying. Uh, <laughs> I hey, heard yo, that. look, I'm glad I started acting in the football because I'd be probably broke up and can't walk and can't do nothing. Mm. I know a lot of cats yep. that play ball, man. Physically, they shot. They done. Yeah. Well, I didn't play football, and I'm physically shot and done, too. <laughs> you Why shot twice. Play? Why that is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you played... just tagged me. Some guy in Atlanta, he's called Fat, uh, Ted Make Fat Bitches Move. And he he, he transfer all, transformed all these fat women. And so I was telling Quisha, Juba tagged me, and this guy said, he's called Fat Bitch Move. So he made all these 600-pound women lose weight. How about Quisha had the nigga numb in her phone? I said, bitch, you <laughs> called him. She goes, hey, Ted, my friend needs your help. <laughs> well, she had to get her d- underground diet pills for the beauty salon somewhere. <laughs> she Quisha like a dead man. I cooked down in the street. I built a area. I know the man, but the celery. <laughs> hey, She's every woman. Everybody want her on set too, Chris. Yeah, no shit. I you seen oh, her ass? <laughs> oh, I told you. you he, saw that, he saw that picture I posted. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said, you don't want her. She a hoe. She got my diner, you niggas. No, no. It turns out still want her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to keep them away by telling them she a hoe and they still want them. <laughs> this, woman gets, this woman got a man at the house. Leave her alone. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all. We got to wrap this shit up. J. Bernard got to go. I'm in custody in front of his son and shit. Um, in about four years old, we get home, we gonna be looking at him like, damn, round his pet. Don't worry about it. Ain't you know, no he, coming back. Nope. Hey, his wife, hurry up, put earplugs in the baby ear. <laughs> <laughs> he was watching the show on the, on the phone. He's got, <laughs> he's got Peppa Pig and the, <laughs> the N word keeps bleeding in. <laughs> exactly. What's a nigga? <laughs> Like, nigga, like, she's looking down her nose. As if she's looking down on the PR. <laughs> nigga. Shut your ass up. All right, we got to wrap this up, guys. Hey, man, enjoy the time. Thank you all for Pat. Thank you for having me. Yes, me hey, it was great to meet you. Okay. All right, y'all. You just met the dad, and uh, you're going to get to meet, meet the rest of the cast as the weeks goes on and I drop podcast. J.B. Nord Calloway. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of The Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.